0: hello everybody welcome back to another episode of the mistletoe secret i am the tsa agent wearing a santa hat trey Plutnicki, and
1: i am the christmas clock that breaks the first time you take it out of the box daniel Kunkel.
0: and we <laughs> well first of all daniel yeah we are we are apart once again we are um and and you know what uh I, like good riddance what's this good riddance. what's that saying what's that saying don't don't be sad because it's over smile because it, it happened because it and and it happened and i'm very uh grateful i hope you enjoyed your time uh staying I had a here lovely in, time. at my home yes um i'm
1: i'm so glad if you are listening in the utah area and, and, and you have not checked out the utah shakespeare festival this year i would i would highly recommend it Great shows going up, great people, mm-hmm. um, and you only saw four plays. We saw we saw such a gambit though is the thing. Yeah, I mean, like I, I I feel like we got such a good um, a good sampling of everything, even though yeah we only saw four ish shows.
0: Yeah, I mean four pretty different shows. Very technically good, six, yeah. technically six, or technically five, um, but because you saw Ragtime, Pirates of Penzance. Yep. You saw Comedy of Terrors Comedy and Terrors. Comedy of Errors, yes. which are two very different shows. Very different two. shows. Yeah they, yeah, they sound like they are not the same. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Wholly no. not the same. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so thank you so much for coming. But we've got work to do, okay? <laughs> Listen, the mistletoe like we madness does
1: not stop. It felt like we were yeah, on it, vacation when we truly. were
0: together.
1: Not least and last of all week's we, – Because we had great people. We had a great flick
0: yeah a fantastic flame. It, oh it was fed to
1: us though it, the, yeah. the connections were, were simply presented to us on a platter and uh-huh. that's not why we do it
0: no today we have a very merry mix-up is our uh film and if you don't mind daniel i'd love to take a crack that'd at it. be a great alternate
1: name for the <laughs> podcast I think. A, very
0: a very merry mix-up mix yeah yeah it's a good um, it's a good title yeah are you, so, do you want me to time you uh no, you I would, like, oh, uh, oh. I just kind of want to freeform jazz because uh, <laughs> when when you came when you came over here, yeah. right, yeah, you presented me with two options. You presented me with one option, which was, um, we are going to watch this movie called The Christmas Spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. where two people get into a car crash together and they enter a coma and also the spirit world at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I was like that sounds sick. But the but the first movie that you uh, that you pitched to me that we'd watch as a foursome was A Very Merry Mix-Up, which is a f- <laughs> which a is woman, this movie, yeah. Yeah, which is this movie where a, uh, here's your uh, tombstone uh, summary. A woman gets on a flight and ends up going to what she thinks is her fiance's house, but actually isn't, and falls in love with a with someone there, not her fiance, not her betrothed. Okay, and that's and basically I, the movie. Do you remember what I uttered out of my mouth? No. when it, When you pitched that to me, no. I said that is that is insane and disrespectful. Yes. And I still think it is. Now, to their now, credit, though. I, to their credit, the guy's not good. The fiancé is not good. Oh, no. Uh, because he, it's a betrayal. Because she would stay with him had it not been for that ultimate betrayal, which we'll t- get to in a second. Um, I don't know about that. There there are some. I think we're going to have a Team Jacob, Team
1: Edward situation with this particular uh, couple.
0: <laughs> well, my... Okay, so my... Okay, let me get to I'll let summary. you do the description. I'll let you do the description. Yeah. So what, so what happens is um, this woman, her name is Sarah... Sure. What's her name? Alice? Why
1: not? Yeah. I think it's Alice. It's Alice. Alice. You're right. Yeah, Alice. Yeah, yeah.
0: Alice is a woman. She owns a uh, business, her father's business in Brooklyn, and she has a storefront in Brooklyn. Her boyfriend, uh, soon to be fiance, uh, is a business mogul and real estate uh, entrepreneur. Of sorts. A,
1: a pure diluted business boy. A diluted All of business boy. The details have been cut out of this business boy. And, and Daniel. He is 99.9% business
0: boy. <laughs> this man looks like the guy in, in and of itself. Yes. Yes, he, he looks like look him. like and Derek th- Delgadio, yes. For a moment, when they were talking about the sto- the history of a clock or whatever the hell they were talking about at the beginning of this movie, uh-huh. I was like, I'm still, I'm still, I feel like a, an illusion is happening before my eyes, and I'm still watching this magic show on
1: Hulu. We're talking, yeah, we're talking about the, the, I struggle to call it a magic show, but the performance yeah. art piece in and of itself, which uh, was on... In New York for a while, and now is on Hulu. If you've got Hulu, I would highly recommend it. It's a really, really interesting thing. But the actor and yeah. the 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 sort of lead actor in this looks like the performer yeah. of in and of itself, who is yeah. a man named Derek Elgadio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so she owns a store. She owns a storefront in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He uh, wants to sell anything that moves, so uh, they're a perfect fit, and. Uh, They go to a really nice dinner and he proposes. He's in real estate. He's in real estate. Yeah, he's a major real estate mogul. Yeah. Um, And. Uh, he proposes at this dinner. She says, Yes. He says, You're going to meet my parents for Christmas. And she says, All right. It's very off guard. But she's like, Yeah. No, of course. You just proposed and got me a, a ring, which didn't fit, by the way. And then, so uh, he gets a call and he is like, I cannot go with you to my parents' house. Give me your phone. And she's like, What? And then he's like, Give me your phone. And then he types in his address into her phone and is like, This is the address. Go here. Get a taxi go here and she's get like, on no. an airplane yeah get on an airplane go here. fly go here uh she gets to the airport and this dude is immediately sm- like smitten with her as she walks in you know how you fall in love with people at the airport <laughs> literally never <laughs>
1: literally, <laughs> literally there's never been a time in an airport i've seen someone and gone you're the one for me <laughs>
0: Oh uh, man, that's like a common. That's a common thing people on Twitter talk about. It's like my summer aesthetic is falling in love with someone at an airport. That's 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 I,
1: insane to me. I have that's how I, I feel. I am in at best a lukewarm mood at an airport. No one likes being at airports.
0: Well, no, I think that's part of the. This is off topic, but I think that's part of the appeal. For example, I I prefer seeing people in uh, like comfortable clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like if if I know someone is comfortable, I'm so much happier. Yes. If someone looks uncomfortable, I couldn't be unhappier. Like so airport is like people are dressing comfy. Obviously people are dressing down. It's like you see people distilled and, but it's a common thing. to like. People fall in love with people at the airport. Yes, people fall they, in love. They never talk with, to no, them. No, Yes,
1: because people fall in love with the airports because they can fall in love with them at a glance and never actually get to know them. And they yes. can romanticize a fictional version of how their life would go together.
0: Just like a Hallmark
1: movie. Do you movie. know the movie The Terminal with Tom Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> no. That, oh, it, really? Oh, it's a great no. movie. It's a, based on a true story. He gets trapped in an airport uh, because the country that he's from um, like falls apart. And so his passport isn't valid. So he can't leave the terminal because, it's, Oh,
0: that's what that, Oh, yeah. okay. That's like yeah, top yeah, yeah. 10
1: worst nightmares for me. The thought of never being able to leave an airport. Yeah. Get out of here.
0: But regardless, that's not what this movie's about. Uh, but it is about falling in love in an airport. <laughs> I, yeah, I've never and seen the term. It was so it? creepy about it. Yeah. He was being creepy about it. Um, he so he was like taught so he's like I need that luggage. He's like berating this woman, like I need that luggage. I made it myself. It's for my grandfather. Yada 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 yada. And then he has to fill out paperwork, and then she has to fill out paperwork because she's getting on the plane. I don't understand they, why she's. They lost out her luggage. They lost her luggage. Oh, they lost her. Okay, gotcha. Because oh, is the and worst then she talks about airline. how that's yeah. <laughs> okay, so she they're filling out paperwork together, and then they finally get to a chance to have small talk. He spills coffee on her or tea or something, breaking her phone so she doesn't have the address and then she's like this is the worst time of my life i'm meeting my fiance's family like they're gonna hate me this is the only thing i own because i lost all my luggage like i i need to be looking good and uh, like her shirt stained and then she, she goes i need your phone to call my fiance and he goes okay and then she goes um i need to know where the she's like I don't know where your family is. I don't know where like the I don't know what McLaughlin, what's his like the, last like name? The Mitchums
1: or something, right? The Mitchum. Yeah, the, yeah like the like Mitchell, that.
0: yeah, the Mitchum family. And the guy is like, "Wait. My last name is Mitchell." <laughs> and then she she's like, "Wait, no way. What's it? like my my fiance's name is is Bill or Will." And then he's and then he goes, my brother's name is Billy. It must be him. And, okay, so, first off, I think, uh, at this point, okay, this is a really good idea for a movie. Okay? Daniel, you're going to disagree with me. No, you're no, no, really no, di- no, I agree with oh, you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You. This is a good idea for a movie. And, and, it's well written. We I jo-
1: think- like, we joked about it. We absolutely joked about yeah. it to ourselves. And then, like the the setup for the movie, how she gets there, it makes perfect sense. I think it completely yeah. works. Um, it's yeah. And, and,
0: it, I will say it is well written, and the only reason why it's bad is because the main dude is the is cardboard. I would like the the
1: <laughs> the, the, the main actress in this movie, like like the, the the protagonist of the movie, Alicia Witt. She
0: crushes it.
1: Yeah, I think and she's she,
0: constantly on the verge of tears. She's, <laughs> I
1: think she. I think she is great. I I loved her. She is so magnetic. And then the two yeah. love interests, the the fiance and the guy who thinks who I just I'm gonna call him the brother because you think he's the brother the whole movie. Yeah, they are both creepy and so bland. We, uh, yeah, weird. Un- just super weird. Uninteresting uninteresting a lot of the background characters in this movie i think do not sit up to either how the character is written or how the actress uh plays uh alice because she's yeah. she's so much fun she's got she's got some quirks but she that's like that's it she's quirky
0: and she's in, I mean, she, she's understandably in duress in this whole movie because of what happens anyway. So she played the, the, the moment
1: the reveal, the reveal that this is the wrong family. Oh, she is remarkable in it. So I good. Love so good. That because
0: scene. it's like, you feel like she's, it's like a, it, you feel like it's like an invasion uh-huh. of, of privacy. Like you've been like, yeah, it's Oh, that scene is
1: incredible
0: anyway. So they go, they go home together and. And as they're on their way home, (laughs) they get into a car accident and they're both concussed. Because she Why did they get in a car accident, Trey? Oh, because she pulled out her ring and they dropped her her ring because it wouldn't fit on her finger. Because he was because he's talking about while driving. Yeah. This dude is so creepy to her. Okay. One of the my creepiest my okay. Uh, yeah, let's what's do a your top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, top three creep. Ready? Okay. My creep, my creep. Well, let's not do top three. I'll do my top one. Okay. The creepiest moment of this movie is what happens next, which is they wake up from their concussed states. And she's <laughs> Alice. Alice is like, oh, what happened? And then the Matt, his name is, I'm pretty sure Matt is sitting fully upright. And is like. We were in an accident. <laughs> we were <laughs> concussed. He's,
1: exactly he's he fully, he's,
0: he's, he's like, ta- he's talking perfectly fine. It is, it is eerie. It is wild. There's, it's not a character choice. He's just like that. Oh, it's so weird. It's
1: so, so weird. I need
0: to see, can you keep going while I see what else he's been in? Yeah, the I think the creepiest moment
1: is they play this Christmas we can like fast forward through most of this movie. yeah yeah they yeah. just do a lot of different Christmas stuff with the family until like the 50 55 minute mark they they, they build the tree we meet the grandfather we meet the parents it's really I I mean all, the, all they're cute like nothing happens but it's very just cute scenes they um, make cookies their first night um, the creepiest moment for me comes when they play this Christmas game that the mother invented. And the whole, oh. the whole point of the Christmas game is that everyone writes out a compliment about someone else in the room. You all put it in their, uh, Mason jar and you have to pull it out, read the compliment and guess who wrote it about you. Perfectly cute little game. Very sweet. Um, the, the dude who from his perspective, we knew what was going to happen because we read the description online ahead of time. But if we hadn't, I genuinely don't know if I would have thought this was his brother. Or wasn't his brother? Rather, I would uh-huh. have. I think I would have bought into this. Honestly,
0: I a hundred percent would have bought into this. They, because they I'll tell you what, so well. I, d- I bought into it. Yes, I like. I knew. I knew the end, and I and I was like, oh, he's just gonna come home, and that like the description was fucked up. Um, but
1: the creepiest moment is this guy. For all intents and purposes, this is his future sister-in-law, and the whole time he has been very clear about his desire. <laughs> Uh, to to become intimate with her, to date her, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. And his compliment that he writes down is it's like it's like you are you are wonderful or something. And this is before the reveal. Before the reveal. So yeah. before the reveal that it's not actually his future sister in law, <laughs> but he still kno- either way he knows she's engaged. Yeah, he it's knows weird. she's engaged, and he's I- like writing all these nice compliments the clock actually the actually the clock is really creepy but at that point i think it's less creepy because he has made it pretty clear that he wants to boner
0: yeah um it's uh, yeah for me it's um what i thought the creepy part or like the dishonest part of this movie where the movie gaslights me into thinking that it's a happy <laughs> ending uh i thought it was going to be <laughs> it's a happy ending it is a happy <laughs> ending. it is a happy ending i thought it was going to be uh, she is breaking up her with her fiance for just these randies, yeah. you know, but what it turns out to be is <laughs> this dude is like, I want to, I want to have you over my brother. Like that's, that was the blind side that I had because I didn't know that part of the movie watching it. Anyway. Actually, I um, lied.
1: I lied. The creepiest, (laughs) the creepiest, creepiest part of the movie is the part where he's talking. He's talking specifically about like having a brother. And he's like, oh, so like that's like you're going to go have Christmas with not actually my brother, with this other guy. And they're talking on the porch. And he's like, is there any way for you to like, I don't know, like come and spend Christmas with us? Or I could, and he literally, or I could come, Spend Christmas with you. We could do that. And like, what the fuck are
0: you doing? So it's so weird. So uh, it so. So like ugh. the so. What after the reveal? They uh she. How does the reveal happen? Because I do
1: I do think this is really good.
0: Yeah. The, so the reveal is the the uh, her fiance quote unquote walks in and. It kind of looks like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her her actual fiance. And if you like squint a little bit, it might as well be the same dude. Yeah. Um but it's not him. She like and jumps like,
1: and hugs him from the back and then she sees who it is. It, like, oh, it God, is not it's not the dude. So yeah,
0: much. and then they're in the wrong house and the family's like super cool about it mm-hmm. <laughs> because like how could you not be, I guess? It's like you've spent a week, essentially, in my home. I might as well be like, ah, it's fine. Yeah. Like, you didn't do any harm. It's not like you were weird or anything. Oh, no, they're all um, like,
1: yeah, just you can yeah. just stay with us if you want. Like, it's fine.
0: And then the actual fiancé finally picks up his phone and listens to his voicemails, um, where he finds out that she uh, that Alice was concussed. Mm-hmm. So he rushes to the house and is like, I'm taking you home like let's get out of here and he's like i'll pay you thanks for the trouble and they're like no it's christmas and then he doesn't it, it does not compute to the business boy that it's christmas so <laughs> I, no listen
1: i think that's i don't know if i'll say classy but i can understand him doing that he's like oh my i'm like so sorry for this confusion like please have some money like i, I don't I once don't, again
0: yeah. well written yeah what good well written oh, it's no. like that's his only way of speaking your money
1: your your love for some of these movies is a little infectious sometimes because i'm always like <laughs> i don't know it was fine and now as it's i talk what, about it i'm like it's just bad performances it's bad performances i think the yeah, script think is about, actually really solid
0: how about this okay think about that guy yeah. being uh being what's her face's love interest winona rider's love interest in stranger things season one the business boy is that guy. That's my that's my dream role.
1: Steve Harrington?
0: No, Winona Ryder.
1: Oh oh Winona Ryder. Oh yes, she didn't yeah. Have a love her her
0: love interest is now the business boy. Okay. That actor. Okay. Sean um,
1: Huston?
0: Is that who that is? She didn't yeah, have a love interest she, in season one, I don't think. Yeah, she did. He got he got killed by the Demodogs. Oh, maybe that was season two. That's season two. Spoiler okay. alert. Yeah. So whoa, hold on. 2017 called he got a fresh hot spoiler 17
1: for years ago when stranger <laughs> things 2 came
0: out yeah um and then i was actually uh, gonna say
1: richard marsden i think would do a really good job with this
0: okay what so and then for we can keep the lead actress because she did a good job she's great i and then the main guy i think could be um so somebody who's like not creepy so, I would say <laughs> I would say the guy that plays the main love interest in Pitch Perfect to Anna Kendrick. What what's his name?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um
0: I would I would oh give it god. to that guy. Oh god, yeah. Um oh crap, who is it? Skylar Aston, right? Is that Sky Skylar Aston and Sean Aston? Is that what we're up against? Oh god! Uh, yeah, oh no! It is Skyler. Oh, it's no. the two
1: Aston. Hold on! No, those ages are those ages are all wrong. No. Well, how old is he? Skyler Aston. Yeah, and how old is Sean Aston? Sean. A- I mean, okay. Skylar Aston was born in 1987, and Sean Aston was in The Goonies, so.
0: <laughs> okay. 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 Well, but, but that tracks because you know
1: 71.
0: Um. Okay, he's 71?
1: No, I said 1971. Oh, 1971. They are almost 20
0: years (laughs) apart in age. Oh, boo-hoo. All right, we'll Uh,
1: recast it at the end of the episode. Keep going.
0: Yeah, okay. But anyway, so she she goes over to uh, her actual fiancé's house, and it is sterile uh, in a word. The home is sterile. The mom is talking about chakras, reminding me of Chris Kirk. And... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and she, I'm not going to explain what that means. And she, uh, she, she is like super weird towards, um, Alice and everything is sort of like standoffish. She's feeding her green juice and stuff. And she's like, this isn't, this isn't Christmas. And then in, in like a hail Mary, right at this house, the dad comes home to, and is just and also is the same business boy, except worse. And, and very, it. very clearly, uh, he's more racist than the than the fiance. Uh, like, you, you just know he is. <laughs> so they in a, in a Hail Mary attempt to save this relationship, uh, Alice decides to play that paper game the, that Daniel was talking the Christmas about. Game, yeah. Yeah. The Christmas paper game where you write down the piece of paper and you and you try to guess who said what. And oh boy, the, I don't. The, think thing, the things that were said were like, uh, like they're pretty much along the lines of like, I tolerate you. You know every legal loophole in the book. It's like uh, like you make
1: the big money was the wife to the husband, and the son to his dad was like, you know every tax loophole. Yeah, that's right, I do. And they like high five. Yeah, he's the son and the dad. He goes, Amen, brother. You got it. They're great. I love them together. I'll totally defend that relationship.
0: So, um, so yeah, so they uh, talk. Uh, they they uh, keep playing this game, mm-hmm. and eventually, uh, Alice goes. Alex pulls out a piece of paper and says that it's. She pulls it out and it says, "You are a multimillionaire." And she goes, "What?" <laughs> and then her fiance goes, well, "I was gonna wait till Christmas to give it to you as a gift." He doesn't talk like a Western man, but I'll just go for it. Uh, I was gonna wait until you till Christmas to give it as a gift, but yeah, uh. I sold your real estate in Brooklyn no, for $3.5 million. No he, dollars. no,
1: he did not. He set up what did the he do? Deal. He set up the deal. Oh, and she just had to close it. She just had to close it. Like to it. Like I, I will agree a little shady, but he doesn't yeah. do it. He just sets everything up.
0: So she is, she's pissed about this. Um, understandably so. She goes to cry about it. He brings her an envelope at, that is a lease for a new place in Brooklyn that has better foot traffic. You can make more money that way. And it's cheaper. Seems like, a, what a bargain, right? What a bargain. That's, I don't, that's like, pretty
1: hot. I think he gets but, a bad rep. His family but, sucks.
0: But the sentimentality is not there because it was her dad's. And he died. So, who is really the bad guy? I
1: would argue (laughs) that a business is not always a place. Sometimes it's the thing you sell or the spirit of the thing.
0: Daniel, um, I I appreciate your... Now, what kind of movie would this be? If she was like, dope, sick. uh, The movie wouldn't
1: work. (laughs) Except the problem is that the boy, the fiancé... I think is pretty reasonable. When he proposes to her, yeah, he makes a big scene. She doesn't complain about it though, and he's like, "I got I remembered your favorite dessert." And yeah, it's a little shitty he left her to go fly home, but he was like, "I'm in the middle of this really big deal." And she said, "I understand."
0: So, uh, here's here's um here's my counterpoint. Okay. For her, she <laughs> what I <laughs> What I wish about these movies is when they're in, is when these business boys are in these relationships with these Christmas girls. <laughs> I I don't understand how that relationship even starts to begin. Thank with. you, thank you, thank right? you. Right,
1: we are so just, like. How did we're that so, even begin? Yeah, they're we're so incompatible. These in media res relationships, and it's like no, no, no. Go back. How did these people meet? These people do not go to the same places. No. Get get out of here. You
0: really like what like how did they, like did my only thing where they could have possibly have met is it's like in some sort of like catfishing trap? Where one of his colleagues was like, yeah, date that girl inside that $3.5 million Brooklyn shop, close the deal on the real estate, and all you have to do is marry her. That's what I thought was was going to happen.
1: That's what I thought the reveal was going to be. And I was like, oh, no, the reveal is that, yeah, his family kind of sucks, and he works too much, but I don't know. You can work on that. Like... You know, he doesn't yeah. sell anything out from under her. He doesn't really lie to her.
0: Daniel. What? I hate to break it to you. What? But this is not a bad movie.
1: I will admit there is a lot more nuance in this relationship.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not that I don't, it's not that I love the fiance. It's that I hate the brother so much.
0: Yeah. He's it's creep- so it, there's creepy. There's nuance. So anyway, so he bo- he Midnight Boomboxes without a boombox. Uh, That's creepy he does too. That, yeah, he does that. Well, uh, let's be honest. The Midnight Boombox is creepy. Yes, the, it's creepy. Like um, imagine someone was standing in your lawn with but in, uh, like but in, just un, unsolicited.
1: In the original Boombox movie, it's not midnight. It's like the middle of the day is it? Yeah, it's like in the middle of the day. It's like Oh, it's was like after
0: school. Yeah. Like like late at like late afternoon. I don't afternoon. know why
1: everyone has taken it and made it like a night. Well, they made it a night thing because of Romeo and Juliet. But like Right. I don't understand why we keep doing that cuz I think showing up with a boombox is
0: not inherently
1: creepy. At night? Absolutely creepy.
0: <laughs> Jesus, this figure in my lawn. Absolutely creepy. <laughs> Especially when you're so day, tall yeah. and dark and handsome. Like
1: middle of the day, it's like whatever. Like that's just yeah. sort of weird.
0: So uh, so he does that. Um, and the he's brother. like, yeah, the brother does that. And he's like, T- take me back. She, she like breaks up with the fiance cause, cause of the business deal. And then she goes to spend Christmas with the other family, at the end, right? Did I miss yeah, anything? Yeah, the
1: grandpa shows up and gives her, uh, the clock that the brother made because the Trey sort of alluded to it. It's, I don't think it's that important, honestly, but there's a, there's no. like this myth of a, clockmaker who fell in love with this woman who was betrothed to another woman uh or to another man excuse me that would have been progressive um betrothed to another man the father's like if you make her the the sexiest clock then you can marry her and he's like deal old man and he does and they get married and that's exactly what happens in this movie and then the clock breaks and the at clock the breaks same
0: time that <laughs> the clock breaks at the same time they got into the stupid car accident
1: and then, yeah, she anyway, goes, the and they, they end. go and they meet and they, in the snow and they smooch. And then there's some weird epilogue where you think they're going to propose. And they don't propose. Nothing happens. It's just a year yeah. later and they get a box of stuff for the antique shop.
0: And they kiss. And they kiss again. Um, Connections? Daniel? I propose, I propose something big.
1: Oh. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> we have to add... Another another enemy of of the HCU another another huge group. Okay, All okay. Right. And it's and it's real estate moguls, and we have to add it to the website. There's been too many. We've
1: Got to add it. To the, see, we, there's
0: th- been th- there's been three movies where real estate was a major plot point it's, in this yeah. in, in the film.
1: I was actually going to take it the other side and say I think this is setting up some connections down the road. With a, and I like this because I think this is an antithesis to the new villain. I think we have a new group of heroes. Okay. Antique shop owners.
0: <laughs> okay. I think we need to I, be on the lookout I for say, antique shop owners. I, I say they're wholly at odds. I think, completely I can't, I can't, at odds. I can't
1: think of two groups more diametrically opposed to each other than like multi million dollar <laughs> real estate agents and people with like mom and pop antique shops in yeah. Brooklyn
0: who bear, who who barely break even or don't even break even and just use their their grandparents inheritance for, to to keep the rent keep paying yeah, like, rent and keep the, the lights the, on the
1: fiance confront like doesn't confront her but he's like you'll be a real business if you move into this shop but she's like what does that yeah. mean and he's like you'll make a profit like a business is supposed <laughs> like a business to do. does <laughs> and i was like mean oh, man mean but true yeah, other, it's just realistic. The part that really actually, I think, made me, they endeared me to the boyfriend until I was unendeared with him was at the very beginning when she like shows him the clock right before she tells him the clock myth. And he's like, wow, like you can get a lot of money for this. She's like, I could never sell this. And he's like, you told me to tell you that you need to sell more stuff. And I'm like, okay, so so you told him to tell you that. Like, I, We can't be blaming him for wanting you to sell stuff when yeah. you told him to remind you to sell more things, you know, like a business does.
0: <laughs> do you think that's a problem with antique shops where they like price out their customers so they can just be hoarders with a storefront? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Right. Well, like they you... get these antiques and they just like them so much. So they're like, all right, $2,500. How much Let's antiquing do some... you
1: do? Do you go antiquing that often? No, we I go don't. antiquing a decent amount. I think <laughs> we had a big like antiquing weekend, like three weekends ago. Um, there you can tell the shops that are like trying to be antique shops, like trying to sell stuff. And the shops where it's like, Oh, you guys just like having a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. And you the like prices the are good.
1: The prices are like, I love those sorts of shops usually more than the other kind, but you can totally tell the people who just like had a bunch of shit lying around and were like, all right, well I'll display them out here. And if someone buys it, great.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I, I think those are two. I, I like that as just the base connection for this because this is our second
1: antique shop owner. I, I can't remember the other movie that one was and in. And this
0: the, of recent, I can recall immediately three other big real estate uh, like what are the, movies what are three? that we watched. Thanksgiving, I, Thanksgiving I, just, House, I remember kind of. Thanks. Well, Thanksgiving House. Um, Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Definitely. Huge real estate, mm-hmm. and then this movie
1: this movie um there's gotta be a couple of others there's
0: I'm there. I'm sure there's more um
1: but yeah okay so I like this I like these I I don't think we're gonna get I, I think <laughs> I think this the Christmas spirit was a bit of a fluke. With these sort of big picture things, I like these uh, more like on the ground heroes, though.
0: Yeah, it's the, the Falcon. It's videos. the Winter Soldier. It's the Falcon
1: and Winter Soldier versus Kingpin. It's that exact. Yeah, it's that
0: kind of like on like New York Street, city streets, the, like that sort the of the thing.
1: Dirty streets of New. Of, yeah. of not Bill De Blasio. Who's our mayor now?
0: There's, uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, de, Bl- de Blasio. It is De, de Blasio, Blasio still. The reign of De Blasio. Um, <laughs> the uh. Yeah, it's the it's the guardians of the galaxy versus the devil of hell's kitchen. It's that sort of thing. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: That that's that's where we're at in the HCU. We, we
1: gotta keep our eyes out. Cause you know those business moguls were at the party for um, not Pete's Christmas, Snowbride. Snowbride. because yes. who's cause who's lining the government Who's who's lining the government pockets with that sweet cash?
0: Landlords, landlords,
1: exactly. <laughs> landlords and antique shop owners are the real heroes and villains of the HCO. <laughs> well, that's some, that's
0: some good work, Daniel. Anything Daniel, else? This is not it. <laughs> I don't think so. This is a good. I, like you've you've turned uh, me around. Uh, yeah, because because uh, normally we sit here and we summarize. Yes, and we just sort of we poke fun. We keep it in an arm's length. We talked about themes in this movie. We talked about characters' motives in this movie. That's all I'm saying. I will be, but I will be, I will,
1: in the camp of like, it's still not a objectively good movie. There's about 40
0: minutes where nothing happens. And, and a movie
1: that's an hour and 20 (laughs) minutes long.
0: I would never ask for those 40 minutes back. I would,
1: or I would (laughs) just ask for something to happen. (laughs) <laughs> something to have something anything anything yeah. at all somebody picks something Fair. to happen
0: um, making um, cookies in the dark make it, okay uh,
1: that was a cute little scene yeah if the brother um, wasn't so creepy and was like it's my sister-in-law
0: <laughs> how true, are you doing true. <laughs> um i think that's it is that <laughs> all we have
1: i think that's it yeah i feel good i um, feel good do we we should we we didn't do this last week because we were i think overwhelmed by the amount of people in the room um, yes, but I want to go back to get to thanking a specific region of listeners. Oh, OK, um, let's go all the way down under to Australia. Oh, I want to thank all of all 11 percent of our Australian listeners in South Australia. If you are listening in South Australia, we love you. We love you. Everyone else. Stop listening. South Australia. Yeah. This part's for you.
0: Thank South you. Australia Thanks is like a hallmark uh, Christmas movie. It is f- it's in the summer. Uh, <laughs> this <laughs> uh, It's like one of our the, numerous Thanksgiving movies. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The music that you hear... Is uh, written by Colin Robertson mm-hmm. at the beginning at this uh, beginning of the podcast. You could email us at mistletoe secret at gmail.com. You could go to our website, secret.com and fill out the form down there if you would like to contact us and see all the information that the HCU has to offer. You can visit us on Twitter at hcusecret on twitter.com. Drop a review if you like the show, uh, please, on on oh, Apple Podcasts. Please do. It it is so unbelievably
1: helpful. I hate asking hate asking you for anything.
0: This one thing I will ask of you. Yeah. Drop a review. Say you hate it. Give it five stars. Like (laughs) like you're tipping at a restaurant. If you you hate listening, (laughs) but you just want to be a good person. Let's say I spill water all over you and you still have a $20 bill. You're still tipping 20%. Let's say we're
1: at the airport and I turn around to flirt with you some more. And uh, you're right behind me and I spill coffee on you and ruin your
0: phone. Five leave a stars. review.
1: Drop, drop yeah, a review.
0: Leave a review. Drop a review. Yeah. Five stars. How am I doing? How am I driving? <laughs> Text this number.
1: If you're in, if you're in the Utah area, absolutely go check out uh, Utah Shakespeare Festival. We not only is Trey there, um, but Lena and Ian, who were on last week from Recovering Gleek, um, are also doing there. Absolutely crushing it. Um, I would, I would recommend Pirates of Penzance especially. I think all, all three of you really sh- shine very nicely in that one. Um, oh. It's okay. insane. Um, and yeah, big thanks to them for coming on. If you're not listening to Recovering Gleek, which I think most, I think there's probably an overlap of listeners, hopefully. A little bit of a little bit bit overlap, overlap. I would say. I would definitely recommend checking it out. It's literally the only way I can consume the TV show Glee. Mm-hmm. And it was their one year birthday. It was their one year birthday. They slushed like each other. Check yeah, that out. It was very cute. And they did
0: it. They just recorded a birthday show in my living room <laughs> um, as well as a live stream. So go check that out. Um, my name is trey planicki my name is daniel Kunkel, and i'm reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly thanks for listening how was how was hearing that in a uh, person for the first time it
1: was surreal <laughs> i'm getting a little emotional again man
0: <laughs> all right thanks for listening everybody